to Daily in the Word. This is Rich Chassie. I am your host and teacher today, and we will be diving into John chapter 12, verses 37 through to the end of the chapter and verse 50. And this little portion of scripture will highlight the intensity of the unbelief that was surrounding Jesus before he went to the cross. The people particularly the religious leaders, just would not recognize Jesus as Messiah. And there was a reason for that, and that's what John gets into in this text. So let's go ahead and read John chapter 12, beginning in verse 37. Even after Jesus had performed so many signs in their presence, they still would not believe in him. This was to fulfill the word of Isaiah the prophet, Lord, who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For this reason they could not believe, because, as Isaiah says elsewhere, he has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, so they can neither see with their eyes, nor understand with their hearts, nor turn, and I would heal them. Isaiah said this because he saw Jesus' glory and spoke about him. Yet at the same time, many even among the leaders believed in him, But because of the Pharisees, they would not openly acknowledge their faith for fear that they would be put out of the synagogue, for they loved human praise more than praise from God. Then Jesus cried out, Whoever believes in me does not believe in me only, but in the one who sent me. The one who looks at me is seeing the one who sent me. I have come into the world as a light, so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness. If anyone hears my words but does not keep them, I do not judge that person, for I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. There is a judge for the one who rejects me and does not accept my words. The very words I have spoken will condemn them at the last day. For I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. I know that his command leads to eternal life. So whatever I say is just what the Father has told me to say. This passage of Scripture highlights the danger of unbelief, the mystery of unbelief. Why is it that people's hearts seem so hardened? Why is it their will is so set against believing in Christ? And we see that in this passage Even after Jesus had performed so many signs in their presence, John said in verse 37, they would still not believe in him. John was focused on seven of these incredible signs and wonders that Jesus performed, and yet there were so many, particularly the leadership of Israel, whose hearts were hardened against Jesus. And John tells us, now this is John's comment on what was happening up till this point, that it was to fulfill the word of Isaiah the prophet. Isaiah said in in Isaiah 53, which is the passage of the, the suffering servant, the Lamb of God who would die on the cross in a, in a horrific way that is described in Isaiah 53, that at the beginning of that passage, he said, Lord, who has believed our message? To whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? In that passage, Isaiah is highlighting the idea And John reiterating it here that Israel wouldn't accept the suffering servant. 
And so for this reason, they could not believe, he said in verse 39, as Isaiah says elsewhere, he has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts so they can neither see with their eyes nor understand with their hearts nor turn, and I would heal them. It was clear that Isaiah knew, Isaiah prophesied ahead of time that the nation would reject Israel. You see this happening in a number of other places throughout both the Old and New Testament where God takes someone's unbelief and further hardens their heart against him. And so that's where the danger of unbelief comes in. People who refuse to reject what they see right in front of them, and that's what Jesus represented. These signs, these wonders that he was performing, was very obvious that Jesus is God. Because of the words he's saying, because of the signs that he's performing, He is the Son of God. He is the Messiah they were to be looking for. But because of their own hardness, because of their own stern unbelief toward Jesus, they missed it. And God further hardened their heart as a result of that. And that's where the danger lies. And yet, There will always be a remnant. There will always be a certain portion of the population who would come to faith in Christ, and that was true among the leaders even and some of the Pharisees. But because of the leadership of the Pharisees, they wouldn't openly acknowledge their faith, John tells us, for their fear of being put out of the synagogue, for they loved human praise more than they would want the praise from God. Then in verse 44, Jesus cries out, whoever believes in me does not only believe in me, but in the one who sent me. He's reiterating the idea that he and the Father are one. If you've seen Jesus, you've seen the Father. If you've heard from the Father, you've heard from Jesus. They are one and the same. They are not separate entities in that sense. When one looks at Jesus, they see the Father. When one believes in Jesus, they are believing in the Father as well because they are one. Jesus has come into the world as a light, as the truth, as the word of God. We do not stay in darkness because we have put our faith in Christ. So that when we read portions of scripture like this, It is so hard for us to imagine. How could someone not see how obvious? We've just been through 12 chapters of John's gospel, and it's so obvious that Jesus is God. How could they have missed it? And then we look at our own community and we see the same thing. How can so many people reject what is clearly from God? How can so many people in our community, in our world, in our nation, not so plainly see that Jesus is the Savior of the world. What was true back when when John wrote this is true today as well. Jesus is coming again. And when he comes again, he will come as king and he will come as judge. He did not come into the world, as John wrote, to judge the world, but to save the world, as Jesus said. But there is a judge For the one who rejects me and who does not accept my words, verse 48, the very words I have spoken will condemn them that last day. 
for Jesus is the Word, going all the way back to John chapter 1. And his word, his testimony is such that he is the Son of God. How could we reject him? And there is a final penalty for those who reject him. There is a final judgment for those who reject him. But when we simply choose to believe him, that's doing what the Lord has commanded us to do. And that command to believe leads to eternal life. And again, Jesus testifies that whatever I'm saying is just what the Father has told me to say, that the two are inseparable, that it's one God. When you look at Jesus, when you hear from the Father, it's the same God. Their message is the same. It is consistent because they are the same. Lord, we thank you so much for your word and how your word makes it so clear who you are and why we should believe in you. Thank you that we have eyes to see and ears to hear and a heart that is soft to receive what you want to teach us. And Lord, we pray for those people around us, and and maybe it's family who has hardened their heart, or it's co-workers, or it's extended family, or it's friends, people that we grew up with, people that we care about who are lost today and their heart seems to be so hardened towards your word, I pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would be revealed to them, that their heart would be softened, that they too would come to faith in Christ. And Lord, we understand that part of the mystery of that, and we have seen this, is that people whose hearts were hardened for so many years eventually came to faith in Jesus Christ. Many times it took some terrible thing that they were facing, some trial, some hardship that they were forced into, and through that, their heart was softened, and they came to faith in Jesus Christ. And Lord, we thank you for that. Even I am thinking of specific people right now, Lord, that thank you for saving them. Even after long years of being hardened and against your word, and seeming to be enemies of you. And Lord, (laughs) that's what we all are before faith in Christ, before we come to faith. We're all sinners, and we're all in need of a Savior. And it is so obviously you. You are our Savior, our only Savior, the only way. Lord, thank you for revealing that to us, that we can come into faith, that we can come into your family, that we can be a part of you, that you would come and dwell in us and abide in us. Thank you so much, Lord. Now, we love you. We praise you. Help us to go live it now this week. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you again for listening to today's edition of Daily in the Word. I hope that you'll be back again next time. Look forward to sharing this with your friends and family. Ask them to go to the different platforms that are available for podcasts and share that with them. Go back to the very beginning, the introduction to the Gospel of John, and then starting in chapter 1, and they'll be able to jump in and benefit from, I pray, this podcast. 
So we look forward to seeing you again tomorrow, and we hope they have a great day. Take care.